Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. All right, so I was hanging out with Randy Corcoran the other day. Wake up with Randy Corcoran. And we were, I was at the Arapahoe County Tea Party meeting. And I said, um, I was, I was t- naming out the speakers we're going to have at this year's summit. By the way, I haven't done that on our show yet today. Let me just uh, lay out some of these amazing speakers we're going to have. Dr. Yoram Hazoni, probably the most brilliant political philosopher out of Israel right now. Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee. Eric Metaxas. Great author and Salem host, Tulsi Gabbard, former Democrat presidential candidate. She's now left the Democrat Party. Larry Elder, running for president. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri will be joining us. He's got a new book on manhood, by the way. Being strong. Getting rid of this woke, anti-men stuff that's going on out there. Kristen Wagner, the CEO of Alliance Defending Freedom. Riley Gaines, the great swimmer. That is protecting and defending women's sports. Lauren Bobert, Ken Buck, Doug Lamborn, Cafe Anderson will be providing some country music for us. Jenna Ellis, Kara McKinney of OAN Network, Isabel Brown of uh, Turning Point will be joining us. The gospel message will be presented by Greg Steer Friday night, Eric Erickson, Jeff Myers, CJ Pearson of Prager U, AWR Hawkins of Breitbart. Dudley Brown of Rocky Mountain Gun Owners, whole host of folks. So, and I was talking to, so I was going through all this list of names, and I said, and remember, this is a Tea Party group, and I said, we also have the Congresswoman from Wyoming, Liz Cheney. Oh, never mind. So long, Liz. But we do actually have the Honorable Congresswoman from Wyoming, Harriet Hageman, will be joining us this year. And the Tea Party crowd went crazy, as you can imagine. Uh, she's one of the bigger stars. I mean, she's, there's a lot of energy around her and this kind of effort to get rid of, you know, the kind of republicanisms that existed in the past that was just kind of slow Democrats. <laughs> Kara McKinney talked about that in our first, our first hour uh, that— uh, that, you know, that kind of, we're moving past that, that true, genuine conservatism. One of the other speakers we're going to be having is leading the Wyoming Alliance, the Wyoming Family Policy Alliance up there, and, and our coalition, our, our group from Wyoming that will be coming down. He's bringing leaders from Wyoming. So it's not just him, it's a whole group that he's, uh, he's the Pied Piper. He's bringing them, and we have leaders from Montana coming and Nevada and California, by the way, and Texas as well, these coalitions that we are building out there. But Nathan Winters is the president of the Wyoming Family Alliance and the Wyoming Family Foundation. And, uh, you know, you guys have seen what happened to Colorado. I don't want to say we were ever a genuinely red state. We were red-ish. We went two times for Bush, um, two times for Obama, and I do— just have to remind everybody, we are not in the business of getting anybody elected. We're a 501c3 organization, but we talk about politics, So, uh, but that's not an endorsement of any party or candidate. It's important for everybody to know that. But Nathan, you've been watching the politics happen here, and you go, okay, we don't want that to happen to our state. So what are you thinking up there? Well, I'll tell you what, um, at first I didn't realize where the pressure was coming from. I'll never forget the year 2015. 
I was in the legislature, and I was working on a piece of legislation entitled the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And it's there specifically just to protect the rights of conscience, where, for instance, you don't have bakers who could be sued for uh, refusing to, to bake a cake, but offering any other cake in the store uh, to be sold. So it wasn't about um, uh, turning away human beings, but literally it's just saying, if you're going to ask me to do something that violates my conscience, I do have the opportunity to turn it down. We were watching all these things happening in Colorado, and then that same debate, some of those same arguments were being articulated against common sense legislation, like the Religious Freedom uh, Restoration Act. And I began to watch as uh, certain individuals uh, were, were pushing these things and putting up billboards, and I wondered, where is this coming from? And I didn't realize it until I read a book that was written about what you guys had gone through in Colorado in the uh, early 2000s. And it's a book entitled The Blueprint. And in that, some of the names that were mentioned uh, were some of the same individuals uh, that were men being mentioned on a daily basis here in Wyoming, trying to turn Wyoming into uh, a woke culture. And so one of the things that became apparent was we need to build an organization that will stand for solid, intellectually muscular conservatism mm. based upon self-evident truth uh, that will stand up uh, intellectually against these influences that had already harmed Colorado, but were trying to take on Wyoming. And so that's really where Wyoming Family Alliance came from. And it's been a, a wonderful joy. I, in fact, I remember um, we, we made quite a bit of news in, I think it was after the New York decision around gay marriage, and one of the LGBTQ leaders of Wyoming was the first one to kind of signal that they wanted to go after religious schools for their values. They kind of lumped uh, religious schools in with, you know, racist schools, for instance, and the federal government doesn't um, doesn't allow openly racist schools. So as our country embraces LGBTQ uh, values and issues, then there, we're not, of course, we're not going to allow religious schools to be able to operate. And, and that came from Wyoming. I know you guys faced a very serious effort to try to entrench that in that state and to go after traditional family values. So Nathan Winters, Family Policy Alliance, give us a sense of who you're bringing down. You're leading a delegation to the Western Conservative Summit from Wyoming. Uh, who's going to be speaking? Who's joining you from Wyoming? Well, I'll be speaking that evening, but we're uh, thrilled to bring along with us as one of the speakers on Saturday morning, our state superintendent of public instruction, newly elected, uh, very thoughtful, very conservative, and uh, she'll be able to talk a lot about some of the educational initiatives that Wyoming needs to undertake, and so we're very excited about that. And then uh, we have, on Friday evening, we will have with us our newly elected uh, Secretary of State, Chuck Gray. And so very excited about some of the folks who are, are coming with. Um, but we're also excited that uh, Harriet Hageman is going to be one of the speakers on Friday morning. I tell you what, I think the world should uh, sit up and pay attention when she speaks, most people just thought of uh, who she was running against when she ran for, for office uh, for, for Congress. But I tell you what, if you will listen to her, she is a deeply intellectual, highly intelligent lady 
um, with tremendous thinking all of our own. And uh, I think it stands out on the national stage in a way where we're going to, to hear much from her in the years to come. So you're bringing your secretary of state. Do you guys have mail-in ballots up in Wyoming? We, we do. Uh, but that's one of the things that has been uh, uh, we've paid very, very close attention to and are beginning to move away from. And so yeah. th- there, there's a, we've learned a lot from watching how all of this has fallen apart in other states. And we want to have um, we, we believe in actual participatory elections. Right. <laughs> and that's something that has gone missing since uh, the year 2020. Uh, and uh, I think that's uh, 2018. And I think that's something that uh, we really need to pay attention to. It's a really big issue. So in Colorado, you know, generally the the conservatives said last time, well, let's just vote in person. Let's vote in person. We'll we'll make that. But once they get into this, especially ballot harvesting on top of mail-in voting, there's no way to come back from that. And I think conservatives in Colorado now are like, all right, if we're going to engage in ballot harvesting legally— we just need to out-ballot harvest the left. Um, that's just a, that needs to be the way we go. So let's turn every church into a ballot harvesting operation, and the, that'll get the left to shut down ballot harvesting real quick. But um, it, it, it's a real big issue that I think, especially I, I was talking to the delegation from Montana about this, just do your best to fight this, because you know, when you look at fraud, when you look at those types of problems in elections, people often go, well, where where's the— direct evidence of fraud. You get that, that question a lot. And I'll say, well, it's, imagine a football game. It's not like they're up there sitting there turning the dials on the scoreboard, just running up the score, just kind of out of nowhere. But they kind of cheat the way the New England Patriots and the Houston Astros cheat. They look for every possible little angle. We're going to deflate the footballs a little bit. We're going to bang on a drum to uh, give the code. So you implement ballot harvesting and mail-in ballots. You have a whole lot of ballots going out. They don't know where it's going. They don't know how to keep track of them. The signature verification is not clear. And so uh, it is not a clean election in the sense that everybody feels comfortable with the rules that have been set out. So anyways, those are the types of conversations you'll have with a whole host of different delegations up there. Montana will be joining us. They're bringing down a great delegation. They're bringing the chief aerial wolf hunter for the state of Wyoming or for Montana. Their big issue is the EPA and the problem the Endangered Species Act plays for development up there in Montana. We'll be hearing from uh, the California Family Alliance as well. Uh, They'll be representing the California delegation. And then from Nevada, David Brog, former president of Christians United for Israel, will be leading the effort from Nevada. So this just gives you a taste of some of the great delegations we have at this year's summit. It really will be a wonderful event to get together. And I know it's hard right now, especially in Colorado. Your heart's broken over the direction of this state, and you're just not quite sure what to do. Well, be inspired, be educated, be encouraged to take on these issues and continue the fight. The very future of our nation is at stake. You are the patriots that will keep this going, keep this vision, America's founding principles going. So join us June 9th and 10th, Western Conservative Summit at the Colorado Convention Center, westernconservativesummit.com. Friends, this has been the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. We'll look forward to talking with you next week as we continue to preview 
all these wonderful speakers from the summit. God bless you, and yeehaw.